Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I think he's dealing with a slight sprain or a sprain of his knee, which means a little bit of a tear. I would not play him in this game. They're in New Orleans to play the Saints. Sit him. You have the Pittsburgh Steelers next week. This is a short week. You know, Jags coming off of three straight wins. I think you can afford to sit Trevor Lawrence here, Proloff, and not do any more, hopefully no more further damage to that knee. Uh, as a football fan, I disagree. I think I cannot afford to sit there and watch <laughs> C.J. Beathard go against the ghost of Derek Carr on Thursday Night Football. Oh, no. I watch Al Michaels try and get through it. This is going to be, a, like every game is this year, going to be a low-scoring slog. Even with Trevor Lawrence, because he's so good when he moves. And I can't imagine him moving with a knee brace. No, they're going to have to be very careful here if he does play. So we'll see when we get some confirmation about that. So you are welcome to vote at Maggie and Pearl on Twitter. Is Trevor Lawrence an elite quarterback right now? I say yes. Perloff says no. You are welcome to go there and vote. Our other big show debate that's going on, Penn State, Ohio State this weekend, Perloff. This is a massive one. Both teams ranked in the top seven. Uh, And to be honest, like Penn State's been knocking on the door, knocking on the door, but has not been able to crack the stranglehold that Ohio State and Michigan have had over the Big Ten in the last few years. This looks like a golden opportunity. Ohio State's down a little bit, doesn't have the star power quarterback that we're used to seeing this could be it, but the games on the road is always uh, a tough place to play. Yeah, but uh, all right, this is very dumb. But isn't Columbus and State College basically the same place? Like, is it not with the fan bases? I are going to be rabid. I know it just doesn't feel like Ohio State. You know, this actually Ohio State did this kind of last year with CJ Stroud, where they started off slow offensively, then they started picking it up, picking it up, picking it up. But it just doesn't feel like that Ohio State. You know, with pros that you know they do have the pros of wide receiver but they don't have the quarterback which is so unusual for them i expect a real slug about i you know i'm if penn state wins i'm wearing my penn state sweatshirt on monday and i'm claiming that fan base is mine you already have penn state is huge in philadelphia you do not believe this because our boss spike eskin who's from philadelphia poo-pooed it but i'm telling you (laughs) it it was a flat-out lie it's a nittany lion town depending on how they do on saturday (laughs) yeah right (laughs) I'm sure. Um, so you're welcome to go vote. Who has more pressure on them heading into this game on Saturday? I say it's Ryan Day of Ohio State. Perloff thinks it's James Franklin. Okay, anytime Jim Ursay opens up his mouth, it uh, makes us pay attention. The latest Perloff is Jim Ursay talking about uh, Anthony Richardson, who unfortunately is going to be undergoing season-ending shoulder surgery, which is a bummer uh, on many levels. But he had an interesting comparison. Yeah, so Jim Mersey always talks about classic rock. He owns Bob Dylan's guitar and all these famous Elton John's piano and all these famous things. So he was at the owners' meeting and he was talking to Jory Epstein, the excellent NFL reporter, and he said this about his quarterback Anthony Richardson in Indy. Like John Landau said about Bruce Springsteen back in 1974, I've seen the future of rock and roll, and his name is Bruce Springsteen. Well, 
I've seen the future of the NFL, and his name is Anthony Richardson, and I believe it. It's a pretty good quote from Ursay. <laughs> I don't know. Bad. I'm actually curious. I'm like, you know what? He might be right. Anthony Richardson is special. You just got to keep him healthy. So this led us into a quarterback music conversation. Yeah, like if you were comparing quarterbacks to, you know, rock stars yeah. or whatever, who would it be? So Carlos is here today. Carlos loves incorporating music of all types into the show. It's his forte. So he has picked out a couple songs for us, and we're going to match them up, five songs, and we're going to match them up with quarterbacks. Now, full disclosure, we have not heard these songs yeah. yet. So these I think are Carlos' picks. I think we should make just – we should shout out whatever quarter. I, to me, this is like a, the immediate quarterback that comes into your mind. You have to shout it out. <laughs> okay. Don't overthink it. Just because I feel like, Carlos, these are instinctual, right? Absolutely. All right, Pete, let's hear song number one. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> wow. Something a little like poppy. A little baker. It's like a little bit like, more sizzle than substance. Tua. I feel Tua. Tua from Hit Me Baby One More Time because he gets hit a lot. Jeez, Pearl off. Way to be on the nose. <laughs> he's really on a nose because that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. He guys, Is he's it doing jiu-jitsu yeah. now. Daniel yeah. Jones. I had Josh <laughs> Allen for this song. He just loves getting hit. Yeah, well, sometimes he's doling out the punishment, though. Either oh, okay. way, it's not what you want. Oh, see, so you're going directly lyric here. I See, I didn't know how this was exactly going to work. Hey, listen, either or, we're, we're free-falling here. We can do whatever we want. I kind of like the vibe, though, right? There's something a little Hollywood about Baker to me, you know? He's got a lot of charisma. I think he loves the mm. camera. Baker seems like a country song to me. Well, I mean, he's from Texas, but so, yeah. yeah. But let's not yeah, get yeah. sued so literal. Uh Okay, I mean, well, it's Carlos's game. <laughs> it's true. You can't There's no wrong that. answers here. You're like, no, that really was Baker no Mayfield. We all win. It's just so funny. Like, so Josh Allen. We did Bruce Springsteen first, and then it was just Britney Spears right out of the gate. I like it. All right. Number two. Zach Prescott. Gotta be. No, it's got to be, well, it could be Dak Prescott. Who, which quarterback thinks he's a model? I'm thinking of Trevor Lawrence's hair <laughs> on the catwalk, flipping it back. I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence. Could be Trevor Lawrence. I like that. Something about the glamour of being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Yeah, that I makes think. a lot of sense. Because like, I don't oh. think Dak is really this kind of guy, but there's something that comes with being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. See, I would actually have said Travis Kelsey because he feels like he's going to yes. show up at Fashion Week walking the catwalk in some ridiculous outfit. <laughs> if he hasn't already. What do you got? I had Joe Burrow. Definitely. Oh, it's totally Joe Burrow. Okay. Why did we not think of that? Hold on, though. The one thing about Burrow is that once we found out that Jamar Chase was picking out all of his outfits and that he would rather, rather wear khaki pants like Jim Harbaugh. No, no, no. That's that's old Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow now is – this year he's upped it to a whole new level. Every week it's something different. Okay, wait. Did we just miss on the obvious one? The person who would think that's their theme music? Russell Wilson. No. Nobody yeah, loves think, himself. He would totally come out to the tunnel with that song. Loves him. No one loves him. Some Russell Wilson, like yeah, Russell Wilson. I can't. I, I don't remember one outfit Russell's really worn, except for that. He had that one sequin shirt in Sports Illustrated that everyone killed him for. He's not a, really a fashion guy, is he? His wife is, but not him. All right. What's next? Oh, 
Zach Kirk Wilson. Cousins. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, Definitely not Zach Wilson. No, I know. know. Uh, I thought it was for a second. I'm like, I think he's really religious is what I went to. But then it's obviously he's sleeping with his friend's mom. So, allegedly. It's got to be a young quarterback if they're a virgin. I mean, I don't think. Tim Tebow. Oh, Tim Tebow, but is no, he's not, not a, playing. Not active right now. <laughs> Tim Tebow's spot on. I'm, I'm definitely down with that. Purdy guy has a little virgin vibe. Oh, Brock no? Purdy. Brock ding, Purdy ding, actually ding. probably is a virgin. No. I had Brock Purdy. Yeah, so maybe a, I don't know. He's a none get, of our I, business. He could be. He's very, very religious, and he is not married. Okay. He's engaged, I believe. It's possible. Okay, so Purdy. Eddie little... has a roommate. We all know that. <laughs> they talk about that every time he plays. That's a good one. Tebow is better though. Yeah, I mean, Tebow's the... You don't think Tebow's crossed that threshold by now? Well, he's married now. Oh, so he definitely has. Yeah, he married Miss Universe. Probably. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Still Allegedly. not sure. Doesn't have any kids. We have no actual proof. <laughs> What's next? Do you have the time to listen to me whine? About Justin Fields. everything all at once. I am one of those... Oh. Melodramatic fools Neurotic to the bone No doubt about it Like who's like a Kind of a punk rocky quarterback Maybe Baker Mayfield for this one I thought Justin Fields Like came out In his press conference And basically aired out The whole organization Said you know I think he's kind of Got a little punk rock in him I feel like Baker Mayfield Planting his flag On the opponent's that was college. Yeah, that was college. <laughs> but I feel like he would do that today if he could. Hmm. Yeah, that's a tough, like a gritty quarterback. Somebody, uh. Hmm. Well, now, let me tell you in the uh, Twitch chat, Ostrich Eyes is basically four for four with everything. He and I were so linked. Yeah. Because we both have Aaron Rodgers to this song. I went very lyrical and literal on this song. Which lyric? Sorry. Uh, Sometimes I give song. myself the creeps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm one of those melodramatic fools. Like, I, oh, he, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. He screamed Aaron Rodgers to me. Yeah, you know oh. what? I think you're right about that. Although I do like my Justin Fields pick on that one as well. Wait, why is your? I didn't understand what you were saying. Well, Justin Fields, remember just a couple weeks ago, he had a press conference where he essentially said, like, we're not playing the way that I need to play. This was the same day that their defensive coordinator had to resign in a shroud of secrecy. Like, I thought that Justin Fields sort of went out there and kind of called out everyone in the organization, whether he meant to or not directly. And I thought I, he, I think uh... you're fighting for your choices a little too hard here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Jimmy Garoppolo, never going to give you up. That's a good one. Oh, man, now I can't think. I'm going Maggie. That's Jimmy G. The, the league cannot quit this guy. Even though it was the most predictable thing ever that he would get hurt and not be a big factor for the Raiders, or at least. You know the rules, and so do I. It's also just a damn good song. I, are you just, this whole segment just to rickroll us here? Is that <laughs> the whole point? No. Uh, so I went with Patrick Mahomes. He's never leaving Kansas City. Kansas City's never going to give him up. He's always going to win a championship anytime Mahomes is there. This is the Mahomes song. Yeah. Are we 0 for 5? We're 0 for 5, are we? No, Maggie got one. Which one? Uh, Maggie had the Brock Purdy. She was on oh, the Oh, Brock Purdy, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it. 
Yeah. I like. I don't think there's any wrong answers for this. That's the that's the best part about this game. Everyone gets orange slices and trophies. <laughs> it's our kind of game. Was that it? Was that five? And by the way, is it funny? Anthony Richardson. I was saying to Maggie, I guarantee. I bet you he doesn't even know who Bruce Springsteen is. Like there's uh, you know no what? connection between the two. I don't even know two. who Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. Do, do the youngs like Bruce Springsteen? I know that the oh. middle-aged sports reporters love them some Bruce Springsteen. Listen, like everything in life. In 20 years, people will refine. Not not that they can't find Bruce Springsteen, but it will come back around and be super in vogue with young people. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Richardson's he is he 21 years old? Something like that. Wait, did we do? All yeah, five? he's 21. Did we, we do did all? all five? We did him. Okay. Time right. flies when you're having fun. I know that was good. I think that becomes a running theme on this show. We could do this on across multiple sports. Yeah, so what's up? Oh, you yeah. can open it NBA up to any really the position players. You'd have a field day <laughs> with NFL Jalone. <laughs> Which left guard is I'm too sexy? Uh, 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. Maggie and Perloff. Hey, if you ever miss any part of the show, you can always download the Maggie and Perloff podcast wherever you get your podcast. If you could give us a five-star review, we'd be so appreciative. Of course, the absolutely free to download Odyssey app is crystal clear. Sirius XM Channel 158, our amazing CBS Sports Radio affiliates, and YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can watch the show. We're everywhere you are. Okay, coming up, a lot more to do, including one question that has split the show right down the middle. Coming up later in the hour, Jean-Jacques Taylor will join us, a longtime Cowboys reporter, also has written a new book, about Deion Sanders. So we got that coming up a little bit later. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio. All right, you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone, the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone, restrictions apply. What a night for Perloff. Young Andrew Perloff sitting on his couch, 5 o'clock baseball, 8.15 or whatever the Thursday night game is on. <laughs> Uh, flipping back and forth, little Rangers Astros. Because you're really engaged in this Jag Saints game, huh? That Why would a young Andrew that Perloff want to care about this one? I'll probably see if Zion's playing somewhere in a preseason NBA, a little Connor Bedard. October is the best sports month. And anyone who argues for the spring is out of their mind. Uh, I think I think the spring gives it a run. Whoa, NCAA the tournament, the, the Masters. 
the spring has the NFL draft. NFL draft is another good one. It's not like the the fall with actual NFL. This is the season. When people say, what's the sports season? It's the fall. Yeah, but hockey and basketball don't matter right now. It's just the beginning of the season. So if you're really locked in game to game. But there are nice fourth options. Fourth, fifth options. Mm. Mm. I know that 10-day window of final fours, baseball starting, yeah, NBA, day. NHL ending, the Masters, that's a good stretch. Also, if you, I'm sorry, Pete, if you live in the Northeast, while well, fall is nice, we're heading into winter. Like, mm-hmm. this yeah. is about to get pretty dark and pretty cold. Not for us. We'll always have a sunny disposition. But spring is, like, hopeful, and it's going to get warm, and summer's almost here. You guys don't want to put this up as a poll. I'm telling you right now, which you could do two polls. Which is a better season, fall or spring? Fall will win 95%. Oh, okay. And which is a better sports season? Fall will win 99%. So I'm just saying, put it out it's there. It's going to be skewed. I bet if we did that skewed poll out. today, it would be people would say fall. And if we put the poll out in the middle of March Madness, I bet they'd say March. No. Anybody who thinks March is a better sports month than October, I'm not sure I want to be friends with you. When do you get the Phillies winning a world title? Yeah. True. In the fall. Yeah. That's 2008. Fall. <laughs> I mean, it's not going <laughs> to. A time machine. <laughs> Just First. seeing it in real life right right in front of your face. What right are you now. doing here? What, what is going on here? I'm just uh, riding a bandwagon. Yeah. Just like you do. He's learning from the master. You're the master bandwagon. No, 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 guy. no, no. Did you guys get together behind my back and say you're going to jinx my Philadelphia Phillies? Is that what's happening no, here? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. And we're just appreciating and acknowledging jinx, greatness. You can't jinx a team that you hate. That's not in the sports rules. I don't know about you. You can only. You can only jinx a team you like. I do not know what you're talking about. I'm trying to be very positive about the Philadelphia Phillies. I I don't like it. It's not even positive. It's just being realistic. Yeah. Yeah. That's how good they have been. That's right. Don't like anything about this. Yeah, very classy fans, you know. Well, that part I agree. It's, you know, uh, the the jails in the the stadiums are for fun. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's, they have, they have it. They're yeah. ready to ready to win another title. I'm just I'm very excited about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> jails in the stadium. They're actually handing out Halloween candy down there. They are. <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, by the way, I know everybody in the world kind of hates Philly sports. This is the most likable baseball team, and it ain't even close. Oh, Out of I, these four teams, this I, is Kyle Schwarber. I mean, is there anyone who doesn't love him? I agree. Yeah. As one man's opinion. Let's get to the no, headlines. No, 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 no. That's everybody's opinion. I, I love Kyle Schwarber. No, we're all Philly fans now for you. We're that, supporting I, you. I saw a tweet the other day. This is the one team in baseball who looks like they would show up at the diamond even if they weren't paid. Like, these guys, this is the team. Go what, ahead. What heart? All heart. Grit. Toughness. They're just funny. They, the work, things... they wear they wear mullets and they, they celebrate. Never been done before. All gas, no bricks. There you go. Wait, wait, wait. So you guys you guys think the Rangers and the Astros and the Diamondbacks are more likable than the Phillies? I just want to get that on the record because you, once again, in a Pearl slim, up, slim we, minority. We can't tell you. We're already telling you how behind we are. We, we're behind you or we're behind the Phillies. Right, because they're so likable. They're so likable. And they're, they're so, so good. good and... But forget the good. No, no, no. Take good out of it. I know you guys are messing with me. But likable, that that one is for sure. Have you guys not been following how beloved this team is becoming oh, wow. nationwide? Nationwide? Yeah, the Phillies are hot right now. Everyone thinks they're like hysterically funny guys, and like this is a popular team. As a nation, we have to raise our standards <laughs> to get to the Phillies level in terms of likability. Yeah. The big thing is Maggie pointed out the other day, Kyle Schwarber's already played on like nine teams, so he has fans all over the country. This is a popular, likable team, win or lose. I don't know. I mean, come on. Does anybody like the Rangers or the Astros? No. It's it's funny. What's funny about it? Yeah, you're right, Creed. What's funny about it is, you know, the telltale sign of these super likable teams 
is when someone has to tell you how likable they are. That's always when you know they have that je ne sais quoi mm. when someone has to scream from the rooftops like us. No, I think it's the mullets. Paul Bogish is here. Good morning. Uh, if you remember to bet, there was money to be made last night with Max Scherzer returning to the mound for the Rangers. This one's clubbed. Left field and deep. Going back to Varus. Still going back. Still going back. It's gone. Ow. Ow. That's how you do it. Left center field for Altuve, six rows deep. Robert Ford on Astros Radio, Altuve taking Scherzer deep for one of the five runs Mad Max allowed over four innings. Yes, it was his first start in five weeks because of a shoulder injury, but the last time we saw Scherzer on a postseason mound, he was allowing seven runs and four and two-thirds to the Padres last October. Bruce Bochy has the fresh excuses. He didn't have his good slider tonight. Left a couple up. Uh, you know, he, he's going to be a little rusty. It's been a month since he's been out there. But here's the thing, Brucey, um, <laughs> that we know from the last year plus, that slider isn't there against good teams when Scherzer is healthy. Loser. The Astros led 5-0 and 7-2 last night at Arlington. They won 8-5 to cut their ALCS deficit to two games to one. Jordan Alvarez drove in two, was robbed of another homer by a jump and catch by center fielder Leody Tavares. Game four, seven central this evening. Game three of the NLCS at five Eastern in Arizona. So I guess the Las Vegas Aces felt slighted. Asia Wilson didn't win MVP for the regular season. Then some people picked the Liberty to win the WNBA Finals. So Wilson was feeling good after claiming the crown again last night in Brooklyn. We kept the main thing the main thing. This wasn't easy at all. And a lot of people counted us out. A lot of people counted us out. From jump, a lot of people in here said Liberty in five. We know. <laughs> we know. So that just fueled us. Wilson 20. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the best. This is a golden age to be an athlete because you can always play the nobody believed in us. And you could be talking about random social media person. Like who, who else said the aces are one of the biggest super teams along with the Liberty. Yeah. But it's like beautiful. You don't have to look for the bulletin board material. Yeah. You don't even need someone to screw up. It's all just sitting right there. They're the defending champions. Yeah, exactly. It's like, insane. I love it. <laughs> I love that. Also, you can also curse at will in a press conference right now. We've accepted that now yeah, as a society. It's allowed. I, I, that was a well-timed curse in a championship <laughs> celebration. Uh, Wilson, 24 points, 16 boards to win finals MVP. Your team was missing two starters, was down 12 in the third but beat the Liberty 70-69 to take the series in four games. They're the first repeat champs in 21 years. As you guys have been mentioning, Trevor Lawrence remains optimistic about playing Thursday night football in New Orleans after hurting his knee late in Sunday's win. But the Jaguars did elevate Nathan Rourke to the active roster in case he needs to back up starting QB C.J. Beathard. There are no quarterback issues in Miami right now, but Mike McDaniel was still asked yesterday about the idea that any QB could do what two is doing because of McDaniel's scheme and because there's so much skill, position, talent in Miami. McDaniel did not love the question. Let the Christmas podium over. Um, <laughs> my, my answer to that would, would be who the F cares. I've coached stuff a long time. I haven't seen um, people do what our guys do. Don't try me on other players. I was not, I'm not trying to prove that. The uh, Dolphin. <laughs> what okay. the Dolphin? Okay. So there's a really long, meandering question about people think that anybody could come in and do what two is doing. So right. he starts with, I'm about to push the podium over. Right, right. And then he goes into a whole thing that 
they're doing it because they're all good, not because right. the system's success. Uh, the Dolphin defense had Jalen Ramsey back at practice yesterday. He will not play this weekend, but could return from summer knee surgery in week eight or nine. It definitely doesn't matter, but Jordan Poole had 41 last night at the Garden. His Wizards beat the <laughs> Knicks in preseason action, 131-106. Alex DeBrincat scored twice. His Red Wings down the Penguins, 6-3. And Ottawa took care of Washington, 6-1 for a three-game win streak. Is that a crowning achievement for Jordan Poole as a Wizard? <laughs> I mean, so far it is. Uh, $5 to anyone who can tell us where Nathan Rourke went to college. Oh, Nathan Rourke, the quarterback? Are you? No, no, wait, wait. <laughs> Nathan Five, Rourke, hold on. Four, I know. I don't know. Three, I know, I know two, one. No, I know Nathan Rourke. We were just talking about Nathan Rourke three months ago. He is the quarterback that the Jags just signed as the third quarterback. Nate, oh, hold on. Hold no. on. Hold on. You don't know it. I just know he's Canadian. No, I do. That's we it. did this on he the is show. Canadian. I did it. Yeah, he's Canadian. And his brother is like the all time CFL leading passer. Oh, I do know. Yes, yeah. that just reminded me because his we, brother you might plays been, quarterback there. Toronto, he, you. he plays for Ohio University. Ohio. Bobcats. Go Bobcats. Yeah, remember we did a big bit on him because his brother's the all-time leading passer in CFL or something like that? Or it's some big thing on Nathan Rourke. You don't remember our whole Nathan Rourke day? Well, I mean, I was the one who knew where he went, and you guys did it. <laughs> I did. Well, it took me a while to Tricky. get my memory jogged That's up. That's true. How does Carlos know? Partial credit to Carlos. Because uh, the, he, Nathan Rourke had this crazy throw that it looked like it was Trevor Lawrence where he basically dove to, like, one knee and flung it into the end zone. And everybody thought it was Trevor Lawrence for, like, two seconds before we realized <laughs> it was Nathan Rourke. What was his last team? I don't know. He's been on the practice squad of Jacksonville. Oh, has he been in Jacksonville the whole time? Didn't he? Why were we talking about him? Does anyone know? I don't think I was there that day. This sounds like the day I was absent. Okay. Nathan Rourke had a claim to fame. I do not remember what it was. Okay. Go ahead. I'm done. You go ahead. Uh, did you guys see? <laughs> by the way, did you guys, you guys talk. Google. Anybody see the email I just sent to the group? No. We're doing well, an update. Why would, we can't be checking our email. Well, I think it's important. It's, um, I think it'll... Actually, you guys should check this before we move on because it's important for the next hour, the show traffic. So we all have to go to our email yes. now. Why don't you just read it to us? I already uh, saw the email. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Some kind of key, like approval no. rating for how likable the Villies are? Oh, oh, okay. You sure you didn't see the email? <laughs> is that what you said? Yes, that's what it is. The Phillies have become the. Uh, who wrote this? Someone, this is not a Andrew Perloff. Yeah, exactly. No, come on. You guys are. Or you guys are just because of your hatred for the Phillies. You're missing the you, whole thing. You're missing the whole Ray story. Harper. No, honestly, right, where did this it. come from? Uh, some dude. I don't know. I wrote it. So, <laughs> Pete's been moonlighting. This is by Tyler Jada from some baseball website. It does seem like very a, reputable source. It's called JustBaseball.com. He seems like an outstanding writer. Uh, I don't know anything about outstanding on the fact that he likes the Phillies. Okay, well, he also wrote that the Arizona Diamondbacks just proved they aren't flukes. But they weren't. They won a series. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Tyler, I think we should have him on the show. You guys are just blinded by your Mets colored glasses. You can't even see what's I'm right not in a front Mets of fan you. And go Phillies. When when should we have him on? Should we have him on at the parade? I think so. Probably okay. be the keynote speaker. Reporting oh. live from the float. Yeah. This guy is actually. It seems that he's from Toronto. He's a Blue Jays fan. Wait, Carlos, you're a Cubs fan, right? I am I'm a Cubs fan. That, but I so I like Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, so yeah. Go Phillies. That is actually the secret sauce to the Phillies. Is all the Cubs fans like him? No one loves a player more than Chicago love Kyle Schwarber. That's right. I still have an Anthony Rizzo jersey, and he's a Yankee. Yeah. So who was the more likable player on that Cubs team? 
Sounds like it might have been Rizzo. It, Rizzo was like our yeah. captain. Yeah, yeah right. I, I, I actually got very upset when he left. Oh, yeah, Schwarber's quite popular, too. Schwarber's right? is immensely popular because, you know, they had that scoreboard dent where he hit that home run, but uh, Rizzo would be one. I think Schwarber would be, like, 1B. Got it. I what think... about Chris Bryant? Was he popular? Yeah, he was right. I think it's really between the 08 Phillies <laughs> and this year's Phillies. No, no, this, the, the 08 Phillies. It's a, this is a 93 Phillies with Lenny Dykstra reincarnated. No, I think this. I think we're talking about, like, the, you know, 57 Yankees, I thought. That's what we're talking no, about. No, no, no. Historic it's, level here. Doesn't this team remind you guys? You probably might be too young. The 93 Phillies were exactly like this team. They were all like underdogs and like nobodies. Yeah. Darren yeah. Dalton, Dykstra. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bryce Mitch Harper, Williams. that big underdog. Yeah. Sorry, I was eight. Yeah. What? what Trey it, Turner, too. No one saw that coming. Yeah. No, the, the underdogs of one of the highest payrolls in baseball and Bryce Harper was on the cover of Sports Illustrated 17. Tell me again, the underdogs. Right. What, what do John Cruck, Lenny Dykstra, Mitch Williams, all have in common. Class acts. Yeah, really. <laughs> Clean resumes. Yes, guys, I'd like to bring as a character witness. <laughs> well, John Crux is a good dude. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, he's a great. John Crux is the best. <laughs> you Wait, say so. Lenny ain't. <laughs> Wait, John Mitch Williams, didn't he get kicked out because he was screaming at someone at a Little League game? Wait, wait, wait. He got fired from MLB Network? Say what you want. <laughs> the kid deserved it. <laughs> wait, I thought everyone loved John Crux. Am I... But they all have mullets, by the way. And oh, Bryce and Stott. That was the answer? Yeah. Oh, they, the clearly, this is the this same exact team. Bryce and Stott could be on either team. Okay, so Perloff, if you like mullets so much, why don't you just grow one? Had one in college. Well, that was a while ago. <laughs> While you're breakdancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the Phillies no. inevitably win the World Series, you get a mullet. Or you just guys, start it now. I'm telling you, you're you're missing the the fun. No, just, we're not. We're right behind you. We're not missing anything. We're living in the fun. You won't let us stay here. Yeah. No, no. I. But Keep you guys are us. like you guys are pushing the wrong buttons by saying this is an excellent team. They're a 90 win team. I know exactly who they Stop. are. That doesn't matter anymore. They are halfway to the World Series. They don't lose at home. They hit a the same thing happened runs. last year. They got killed by the Astros. So why would it be any different? Get there. It's different this year. It's, they're more underdogs than last year. You want to know why? And they're why? more likable. No, last they're year. Likeable. It's yeah. the likability factor. Likeability no, no, no. factor through the roof. Last mm-hmm. year, not likable at all. This yep. year, 100% likable. Right. Because of the certain hairstyle that they're wearing. Ah, uh, yeah. This is like science to Perloff, who attended an Ivy League it's mullet school. mullet mania. <laughs> I think you look good with a mullet. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right, coming up. Uh, Jean-Jacques Taylor has covered the Dallas Cowboys going back to the 90s. He covered Deion Sanders with the Cowboys. Now he's written a new book about Deion Sanders, the coach. So we'll talk to Jean-Jacques Taylor next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Right here on CBS Sports Radio. Carlos, can we update the poll question, please, about Penn State and Ohio State this Saturday? We asked you, who is feeling more pressure heading into this game? Is it Ryan Day of Ohio State? Is it James Franklin of Penn State? These teams are meeting its top seven teams in the country. What do you got? So we have a Ryan Day 60.5% because I didn't know we do percentages now. And James Franklin 39.5%. Okay, so Ryan Day, the the public right now, Perloff, agreeing with me that Ryan Day has more pressure on him going into this game than James Franklin. First of all, the game's in Columbus. They're expected to win. They're four-and-a-half-point favorites. The spread's not huge, especially for a college game. This is, like, pretty small. But... There is this idea that even though you might not have the star quarterback that you've had 
over the last couple years with Ryan Day that you have to beat this team at home because later on this season, when you go to Michigan to play that rivalry game, Ryan Day can't have even more pressure on yeah. him than has already existed. Well, the funny thing, though, is if they lose this week to Penn State and if they beat Michigan, then it's win-win. Like, he, he can basically, it's all about Michigan, right? And it's even more than the Final Four. He better beat Michigan. If imagine if he loses to Michigan again this year, which he probably will, then that's real trouble, right? Isn't that how we define Ryan Day? I think that would be short-sighted, though, because oh yeah, of course, it, it, that'd be something where if you are a real decision maker at Ohio State, you've got to tune out that kind of noise, you know? Because here's the thing: I think that Michigan fans would probably say they're glad that the front, you know, the the powers that be didn't fire Jim Harbaugh because mm. he couldn't beat Urban Meyer because now look what's happened where the tables have turned a little yeah, bit on the rivalry. Like that would have looked like a panic move. Yeah, and I think you you actually brought up a good point when we were talking about um, James Franklin as well. Who are you going to replace him with? Like, who's better than that? Uh, I'm not sure there's an answer for, for Ryan Day. And I the thing about James Franklin it feels like he's not going to be Joe Paterno. He's not going to spend 30 years at Penn State, is he? I don't think that – I don't know if that happens anymore. Right. I mean, you know? that's I mean, why Nick it's weird. Nick Saban like, has been at Alabama, feels like, forever. So say he loses here at some point, I they have to break through at some point. He's been there 10 years. Doesn't seem like he just got there. I guess so. Um, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So that's what's going on with Penn State and Ohio State. Uh, we also have a big Thursday night game tonight. Well, well we, big... have a, we have a <laughs> Thursday night game tonight. Because of the NFL's kind of like dominance in this country, any game, I guess, kind of counts as a, yeah. a big game. But Any game that you are allowed to wager on is a, or have a fantasy player on, of course, is a big game. We are tr- uh, not sure. Right now, listed as questionable. Trevor Lawrence with that knee issue. Yeah, the Saints defense has been good. So we're going to run into... We're going to run into the Derek Carr Bermuda Triangle of evaluation. That is true. It's I didn't a, think about the Derek Carr side of this. It's, I've been it's, so focused on Trevor Lawrence. It's a sort of a joke we had. Like, he's the hardest guy to evaluate. Like, where do you place him amongst NFL, NFL quarterbacks? That's when he was with the Raiders. Now that it's the Saints, somehow it got harder. Like, <laughs> is this guy any good? We still have no idea. The Saints look like a mess. They just lost the Texans. They're still probably going to win that division. Well, they are 3-3, three and three, right? I yeah, mean, so is Atlanta and so is Tampa Bay. But... In terms of the defenses, I know Tampa Bay also has a good defense, even though the Lions kind of took it to them uh, last week. But in terms of good defenses, like that's that's not the problem really in the NFC South. The, the problem has been the offenses. Okay, let's turn our attention now. We'll get back to that Thursday night game in a moment. And welcome in an award-winning journalist and uh, someone who has covered uh, lots of sports, but specifically for our purposes today, the Cowboys going back to the 90s and has now written a new book, about Deion Sanders. The book is called Coach Prime, Deion Sanders and the Making of Men. The author is Jean-Jacques Taylor, who's good enough to join us. Jean-Jacques, thank you for the time. How are you doing? I'm doing great until I heard all this slander about my book ass. I mean, we ain't got no pressure. (laughs) Jean-Jacques, I got a proposal for you. Okay, I'll give you one win this weekend. You get Ohio State, your alma mater. You get your Texas Rangers or whatever the Cowboys, their next game. Who do you, in your heart, want to win? Dude, I'm Buckeye till I die, man. <laughs> That's not even a question. <laughs> okay. Buckeyes, man. 
Okay, but Sean Jock, you're here to talk about Deion Sanders. Let's talk about Ohio State, though, for a second. So we, I never understand why the fan base gets upset with Ryan Day. Yes, you've lost two straight to Michigan, but the guy's a great coach. You know, fan, you know, I get to see this from two perspectives because the uh, the Buckeyes are the only team I have an emotional investment in. So I understand, it. like, the Cowboys win or lose, the Rangers win or lose, it's, ah, it's whatever. Uh, but the Buckeyes lose, and, and, you know, me and my son have to dissect the game and figure out why things went the way they went. <laughs> and so uh, I understand the passion of fans, but Buckeye fan, I'm, I'm actually a calm Buckeye fan. My boy Albert Breer is a lot worse than me. The worst. Um, you know, because... Most Buckeye fans are over the top. We're spoiled because we're so used to winning. And, you know, a 31-point win is not enough. We should have won by 45. And so I understand that Michigan has their guys on scholarship, too. Occasionally, they're going to win. But, you know, my son had never experienced the Ohio State-Michigan loss until, like, the last couple of years. He's still not used to it. But I bet you you root really hard for Colorado now because – Having a Dion book out like like a bowl eligible Colorado would affect your sales, I imagine. So I bet you're living and dying a little bit with the uh, buffs. Yeah, plus I like Dion. He's a good dude, and so uh, I know a lot of those guys on that. I've known a lot of the guys on that staff for a bunch of years before they showed up at uh, even before they showed up at Jackson State. And so uh, I wish them a lot of success because I know what they put into it, and uh, I know who they are and what they're all about. John Jock Taylor is joining us. The award-winning journalist has a new book. It's called Coach Prime, Deion Sanders and the Making of Men. Okay, you covered Deion going back to the 90s Cowboys. If you could just erase everything you've you know, seen from Deion over the past couple years, would you have ever guessed that that guy you covered in the 90s would have been a college football head coach on any level? Well, let me put it like this. Maybe not college coach, but I knew he was going to be a coach. Uh, I mean, my son went to his football camp when he was about eight. And the thing I like to say about that story is Dion literally lived about uh, uh, during rush hour, probably about an hour, maybe a little bit more than an hour away from the uh, from the football camp. He lived far north. The camp was in far south. I dropped my dude off about, you know, seven o'clock Dion. And several guys who are actually on the Colorado staff now would be there. I talked to them for a few minutes, go about my day. When I went to pick my dude up, 6 o'clock, 6.30 at night, all those guys are still there. And I know Deion still got to drive an hour north in traffic. And so what I'm saying is I knew he was committed to coaching, especially coaching kids, when he was spending all day at camps. Because we know athletes go to camps, they put their name on it, they, they show up at 10 o'clock, they leave at 12 o'clock. And that's that. But he was really involved with the camp. And so I knew he'd be coaching in some way, shape, or form. I just didn't know he'd be coaching at the college level. I think the surprising thing to me and a lot of people is there's no other Deion Sanders physically. Like, when an athlete is so great, like Michael Jordan, you would think, oh, he'd be frustrated coaching because nobody has the skills that Deion Sanders has as a player. So in a way, he's kind of coaching down to a different type of kid. That's why I find this transition a little surprising because I remember him as one of the most dominant players I've ever seen. Well, the thing about it is uh, he really gets it. Like a lot of great players, whether it's Barry Bonds or whether it's Michael Jordan, they don't really get it. But he gets that there's nobody going to be like me. And so that's why you hear him talking all about, do you love this game? I mean, he just went off on a rant this week. He's done that before because he's like, if you really love this game and you say you want to be in the league, then how come you don't prepare like it? Like you don't have to be me. But what's stopping you from studying tape four or five hours a day or whatever is required? What's stopping you from doing all the other things that's required to make it to the league that you say you want to do, 
in this game that you say that you love. So you say that you love it, but I can't tell from your actions that you love it. And that's what frustrates him. But he loves to challenge. And even bigger than the game, man, is he likes working with kids. He likes shaping kids. He likes molding kids. And he likes impacting kids because, you know, you can change generations when you change a life, depending on which life you change. You can really impact generations. And uh, he likes that. Jean-Jacques Taylor is joining us. Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, and the making of men. He likes coaching kids clearly. Uh, he's having an impact on a young generation. But Jean-Jacques, if the NFL came calling, if Jerry Jones came calling and said, we need you to coach the Cowboys, do you think Dion would actually be able to turn that down? Oh, heck yeah. I don't think it'd be any problem for him. He has no – I mean, we've talked about this several times, like more times than I can remember, just in casual conversation. I just told y'all, he likes shaping young men. That's why he enjoys coaching. Why? A bunch of guys, Dave Cable, his, his Fort Myers youth coach, Ron Hoover, his high school coach, Mickey Andrews, his uh, defensive coordinator at Florida State. Those all guys all impacted him and did what? Shaped and changed his life. So that's why he likes to do it. He's got no interest in the NFL. And, you know, you know, well, what if Jerry Jones offered him $30 million? Okay, check this out. What can $30 million buy Dion that he can't buy right now? <laughs> Nothing. So money doesn't change his life. And so, you know, he just likes working with kids. So, no, I can never see him going to the NFL. I can never see him coaching in the NFL. Uh, he doesn't like dealing with grown men at that level because he's a hard coach. He's like Nick Saban. Why didn't Nick Saban work in the NFL? Because players say, I'm a grown man. You can't tell me this or that. You can't talk to me like this. And so, uh, you know, that's why, that's why he'll never – I mean, he may coach high schools. He may go to another college someday. I don't know. But he'll never go to the NFL. Uh, what about his son, Shador Sanders? Obviously, eventually will go to the NFL. Do you think he returns to Colorado next year? Yeah, I, th I think so for, for a couple of reasons. Number one, his dad, for right or better or worse, is the only coach he's ever had. So he enjoys playing for him. They've got a great relationship. Um, and they like, uh, you know, I tell my son sometimes, I think Dion feels the same way. I don't just love you because my kid I actually like you. And, you know, uh, that's not always the case. Uh, and so they like hanging out. So that's number one. Number two, he's making a bunch of money. All right. So that's good. Number three, uh, his lifestyle is great in college. And then four, I think next year they'll have a really talented team that can contend for a playoff spot, even though they're going to the Big 12. And I think he'd like to have a run with his dad where they go to the college football playoff and have a chance at, at winning the championship. Jean-Jacques, we just have about a minute left here. If we can just uh, fast forward to the current Cowboys, because we know you're covering uh, the NFL and you have a lot of experience with that team. Again, we only have about a minute, but do you think this Cowboy team is more like the team that we saw against the Chargers that kind of gutted out this win? Or do you think they're more like the team against the San Francisco 49ers, which was overmatched against better competition? Oh, no, I think they're much more like the Chargers. They, they didn't play a perfect game, but they played a gritty game. They played a much better defensive game. Their problem is they're still trying to figure out who and what they are on offense. Like, there's no reason at all for Michael Gallup to ever have more, more targets than uh, CeeDee Lamb or Brandon Cooks. And so when that happens, that means your offense is out of whack, out of kilter, and you got to figure out how to fix it. Are we going to do some kind of, if my Phillies advance to play and your Rangers advance, I'm up for any kind of bet you want to do. <laughs> you want to send me some good right, food from Dallas? Hit me up. We'll put it down. 
right, uh, it's done. Uh, and they, you know, I'm also a bit of a Penn State fan. Give us a prediction on Ohio State, Penn State. I think the Buckeyes win it, but I think it's a tight fourth quarter game. I would say something the way they've been playing this year, it better be in the uh, 27-24 range. There we go. Jean-Jacques Taylor, you can find the book now. Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, and the making of men. Jean-Jacques, thank you so much. Good luck to your Buckeyes this weekend. We'll talk again soon. Good luck with the book, bud. Hey, I appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's – I am now convinced – by Jean-Jacques that Deion's not going to the NFL and Shador's coming back to Colorado. Let's go. I know. See, the funny thing, though, about Shador, right? Like, we still have a long way to go in the draft process. And you know how this process works. Some guys get really pushed up with the draft process, and Shador's starting from a really good place. I think he's held in very high regard with this class of quarterbacks. If it's looking like he could go top 10. It doesn't matter. Honestly. I, I don't know. He'll make more money next year in Colorado than he will in the NFL. So why not stay? Money's not an issue. Okay, but I'm not even just talking about the money. I'm talking about fit. You get drafted 10 somewhere between 5 and 10, you might end up going to a much better organization than whoever sucks the most the next year in the NFL just to go number one overall. You could be walking. You can't get too cute with these things. He doesn't think like that. He wants to go number one overall, and he probably will. So great. Have fun at the Bears. Like, you're not going to be happy there. okay. Who's number eight? Like, what did... Have fun wherever eight is. What is eight going to be? Maybe Vegas, go to Raiders? the Rams. Maybe go to the Raiders. Maybe you get a new coach there. I don't know. I, I The Raiders is any better? No, no. He doesn't think like that at all. Besides, uh, he it's his dad. I, I'll bet you anything he goes back. Well, after Jean-Jacques just put it out there like that, it seems like he's got the inside info, of course. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. Uh, we're talking to NFL next. Don't move. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.